Britain means no harm to our friends and allies on the continent. We continue to believe that no deal is better for Britain than a bad deal. But we want a deal. We want a deep and special partnership with the European Union. And we want the EU to succeed. But the events of the last few days have shown that whatever our wishes and however reasonable the positions of Europe's other leaders, there are some in Brussels who do not want these talks to succeed, who do not want Britain to prosper. Welcome to episode 41 cool. of the Crystal Digest, the weekly podcast that mischievously sends daily emails to Theresa May, telling her that she would smash any European leader in a fight. Uh, today is the 1st of May 2017, uh, my name is Eric Sen and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? How do? Yeah, none too bad, mate. I'm feeling strong, yet stable. Excellent. Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. You're feeling like a Tory campaign promise. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Broken um, top stories this week, Paul. Um, Continental man face palms as grey-haired crazy woman prattles on about how hard she is. Uh, Jean-Claude Juncker <laughs> is apparently shocked at the diarrhea-level-inducing. Uh, sorry, diarrhea. Start that again. <laughs> uh, Jean-Claude Juncker is apparently shocked at the diarrhea-inducing levels of delusion pl- de- uh, displayed by Theresa May, according to a leaked account of the now infamous Brexit dinner that took place in Downing Street on Wednesday. May began the evening by opening the door, uh, front door wearing a Britney Spears-style red latex bodysuit and queuing aren't I sexy before serving up a platter, <laughs> platter of Finder's crispy pancakes and declaring Ooh. them the finest food that money can buy. She apparently ended mm. the evening by taking a Trojan-sized condom from her purse and informing Junker this barely contains him before pointing at her husband, Phil, <laughs> who winked and waved the response. Uh, but it was May and her government's supposed position on Brexit uh, that caused the greatest amount of face palming for Juncker, with many observers commenting that he looked more slap-faced than a French adulterer. Uh, Juncker was apparently shocked at the bargaining position May apparently thinks Britain has, along with the favours to which she believes Britain is entitled to. Juncker was reported to have asked whether May actually knew that the EU wasn't, in fact, a golf club, to which May retorted, I don't even like golf. Uh, before <laughs> consulting with an advisor and uh, amending her response to yes I know it's not a golf club uh, <laughs> some are now putting the chances of Brexit talks completely falling over at around 50-50 which is actually pretty good going Ooh. since Blue Kit Monkey has been loose yeah, for nearly a year it's now it's not bad uh, but try telling that to May, the Tory, the Telegraph, the Daily Mail or the Express and they'll just sing Royal Britannia in your face and bang on about blue passports um, <laughs> next story Paul Let's get tactical, tactical. I want to get uh. tactical. Um, yeah. A new election phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what the rest of the other <laughs> line is after that. Something about something about your body. But I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. But anyway. <laughs> um, a new electoral phenomenon is gripping the UK. 
no, it's not 16-year-olds picking a bearded cunt. Nor is it Russians working by candlelight to generate news stories about Muslims eating corgis. Nor even <laughs> is it Murdoch using his Antipodean media wang to buy himself another country. Instead, the 2017 general election looks set to be the first to be dominated by tactical voting, mm. as beleaguered Brits put their heads together to keep the Tories out. Nearly 48% of Labour voters looked set to reject their party in favour of others with a better chance of beating the Tories, with Labour and Green candidates agreeing to stand aside in favour of the other in places like Kensington, uh, sorry, Kingston, Brighton and the Isle of Wight. But what started out as a funky spreadsheet of possible voting implications has now turned into a fully-fledged campaign with its own website Woo! imploring voters to check their borough before voting <laughs> <laughs> to ensure they place their vote in the most Tory-bashing way. Nice. The one annoying thing about this is the prospect that it creates an electoral outcome that Corbyn thinks he has somehow affected, despite the fact that he's been watching box sets at home for the last <laughs> 10 days. Um, the final story this week. Oh, what Paul, have we got? Oh my god, Dad, you are so embarrassing. Oh. Of course there was a holocaust. Uh, every father embarrasses their daughter. Uh, some would say they even have a right to embarrass their daughters. Bursting into their bedroom during a sleepover and shouting encouraging obscenities at a piano recital or threatening to castrate the first boyfriend the moment he steps tentatively from his mummy's car. These activities <laughs> are the right of the father, surely. And are embarrassments that Front National presidential hopeful Marine Le Pen <coughs> wished she had to put up with. Instead, <laughs> her old man embarrasses her by going on national TV and denying the Holocaust. Ooh. And then going on national TV and doing it all over again. Um, as the... French presidential election nears the runoff round. In a bid to challenge the growing lead attributable to Macron, Front National's spiritual leader, its child-abusing father, if you like, Jean-Marie Le Pen, has come out in support of his daughter in a move less welcome than the arrival of a Romanian black gay family in the house next to Paul Nuttall. As a result, (laughs) Macron's lead has increased. But will France be able to avoid its blondest bullet? Only time will tell. So, Paul, big stories this week, mate. Um... Wowzers! Yeah. It's another cracker, it isn't it? Really, going off. Been another another busy it's week, going off, mate. Um, start with Maisie. Wow. So it's the delusion of Maisie and the fact that um, incredible Junker has 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 called her out for being a little bit deluded about what a little Britain's bit. Uh, negotiated position is in her mind. How we uh, how we describe yeah, it. different yeah, galaxies. Different galaxies. He said they're from. What do you make of all of it, man? <laughs> well, I'm just. I mean, it's it's nice to be right, isn't it? Right, there's on many levels, it's good to be right. But oh, <laughs> I really wanted to be wrong yeah. about this. I like to think that somewhere there was a clue amongst Team Brexit that they had half an idea, some masterstroke that they were keeping up their sleeve. But just fucking hapless, hapless, yeah. clueless, cockless. cockless. That's <laughs> particularly May. Particularly May. Um. That is an accusation you would definitely level at me. She's number one cockless. Yeah. Um, but anyway, although um, if she did, if she did tell you that she didn't have a cock, you would probably expect in about four weeks' time for a big dick to come flopping to be, out yeah, between her never trousers. Yeah, exactly. The only time I'd question whether she's got a dick is if she said no. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only, yeah, exactly. That's the only way she could. Oh, but you. Jesus. <laughs> um, but no, it's been it's been some sort of um, you know it's been some classically modern era um sort of post-truth delusion uh from from trace yeah. but um i've actually got a little game for you mossy um on on the topic of delusions um i've got a wee little game for you um oh go on do you love so, the wee games 
it's uh, basically I've gone through history, <laughs> in my view. Nice. History. Anyway, and I've, I've picked some of like my favourite delusions uh, or my favourite deluded ideas, if you like. And uh, oh, top man. I've got an audio clip. F- I've, I've got an audio clip for each one. I want to know if you can uh, guess oh, what they beautiful. are, mate. Um, so should we start with the first one, shall we? Let's oh. do it. So let's, let's take a listen to that then, shall we? So the settlement of the Czechoslovakian problem which has now been achieved... <laughs> it's quite an easy one, to be fair, to start with. <laughs> ...is, in my view, <laughs> only the prelude to a larger settlement the prelude. in which all Europe <laughs> yes. may find peace. Yes, yes. So, I've, as I said, well, I've got an easy one there. Well, have a stab in the dark here. I reckon it might be something to do with the... Or it might have something to do with the settlement of Czechoslovakian people. <laughs> uh, gonna... <laughs> do you not know what this one is? I'm gonna throw out. I think this is uh, th- this was the plans to uh, open Disneyland Paris, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it wasn't, unfortunately. Oh, do you not know which one this is? Sure, this it is, was. Uh, on, it was what, what, an easy one. This is Chamberlain <laughs> <laughs> when he thought he had appeased Chamberlain. Hitler. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and he he thought he'd come back promising. He he thought he'd just struck a massive peace deal oh, with Chamber, Chamber, Chamber. Hitler, and uh, in fact he hadn't. So I oh. thought that was quite an easy one. But um, oh, I should have got, got that. So, for, I, I tell you what, though, for yeah. for a, an even moderately intelligent person, that was probably probably a gimme. <laughs> but but I have gone somewhere well, to set the tone we'll, of how we'll these are probably going to go. I've got, I've, got, I've got quite a few for this week. But I've got quite a few of these balls, so we'll see if you have. Oh, I love them, mate! Keep them coming, and they're and they're not. So the next one. I think you'll probably get. Uh, so, <laughs> so this this is my this is another one of my favourite delusions. Uh, it's not really from history, but um, yeah, we'll see we'll see what you make of it. <laughs> I mean, this, this is <laughs> in my mind. This is what this is what Theresa May was doing. To George yeah, Georgia, this, this was Theresa around the office. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you probably know what that one was. I do, I do know that one. Obviously, that's Churchill's infamous speech. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, that's uh, that's old Brenty in it from the uh, Brenty, from the office exactly. season season two, I believe. Yes, that's the Brenty dance. And in my mind, that is probably what Theresa. That's what. Oh my god! I think that's sort of basically are going like. I think they walked in there and Junker had all of his his printouts and his spreadsheets and whatnot. <laughs> And Trace has just yeah. knocked him off a desk and said, "Let me just stop you there." <laughs> Brexit. Oh, Brexit. the Brexit remix. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon you've basically nailed what's happened there. To be honest. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> so you've got one. So one point. All right. Um, Back on track. A few more to come, mate. I've got five of these. I've got oh, mate. I've gone all. I've gone to town on it. Nice. Um, <laughs> next one ball. Uh, next of my favourite delusions. Number three. Let's take a listen. We bombarding them, we are chasing them, they retreat to the back. We stopped pounding them, they send some of their units. So it's just like that. But still, the situation, we are deciding it's under our control. Yes, please. So, <laughs> is, the, that, you know, is, is that, that old uh, Comical Ali? Uh, the information yes. minister from Iraq. Go on! It is indeed. It is indeed. Well done. I love that guy. Well done. So two out of three. Well done. Oh, uh, man. He's like yeah, it, was, it was indeed uh, now infamous Iraqi information <laughs> minister, Comical Ali or Tariq Ali, 
who uh, had some deluded ideas about winning um, Golf War mm. 1, GLW 1, um, as it was. He had some, uh, some crazy ideas. <laughs> he did indeed. Um, <laughs> next clip for you, Paul. Uh, let's take a listen. One of my favourite delusions. Let's Again, not it. really from history this time, but uh, see if we can get it. Frank! Hey, honey. Hey. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? We're streaking. We're going up through the quads of the gymnasium. <laughs> There's, there's more coming. Frank, get in the car. Everybody's doing it now. Okay. So, do you know that one? I believe that is it's William Ferrell, the yes. uh, the com- the American comedic actor. Yes. Um, what well, I can't think what the film's called. It's the so college one, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's old school. Um, old school yeah. that's yeah. it yeah believes that people are with him in a deluded fashion that they're streaking with him um last one paul we've, of all, the been delusion there. Game. we've all been there um so you got that one as well so that's three out of four i'm actually so not doing get too the last bad one, make it make it four out of five which would be oh a, a i'm happy with that yeah i'm happy with that 80 percent. yeah it's pretty good man well let's see if we'll see mm. if you can get it it's uh so th- photographs of the inaugural proceedings were intentionally <laughs> framed in a way in one particular tweet, to minimize the enormous support that had gathered on the National Mall. This was the first time in our nation's history that floor coverings have been used to protect I mean, the grass in the mall. Really, isn't it? That oh, had the effect man. of highlighting any areas where people classic. were not standing. <laughs> While in years past, the grass yeah, eliminated this visual. So, as you say, it is, oh. it is a modern classic. Um, I think we all know what the answer is. So yeah, what, that was when there was anyway? either a million to a million and a half people descended upon Washington, D.C. to see... Uh, President Super Trump. Yeah, that's true. That's Definitely. exactly true. <laughs> Nailed. <laughs> so uh, you got that one right as well. Oh, that's four out of five. Great mate. Well done. Delusion there. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful you smashed the delusion game. But um, next story, Paul. It's tactical voting, mate. It's tactical oh, voting. It's all over the place. Tactical voting. Tactical voting. Do you know what? Or I wasn't a fan, you know, of tactical voting when Nasty Nick did it in Big Brother, and I'm not Ooh, a fan no. of it now. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I no. joke, of course. I think it's really it's. It's like it's kind of needed, you know, for smart people to kind of step up and say, okay, like this is how we get out of this. Yeah. Because for far too long, stupid people have been stepping up and saying, right, this is how we get ourselves into this. So, yeah, I'm, (laughs) yeah, anything to. Anything to stop stop the old Tories, mate. So, fucking, yeah, good on them. I'll I'll vote for anyone who's not a Tory, basically. That's true. Apparently, it's quite a dilemma for me. I can, if you could, you could give me your postcode. Don't give it, but then, you know, because <laughs> you don't want people going around your ass. But um, you can give me your postcode and I could find out for you That's right it. now, Paul, live on air, uh, what what party you need to be voting. So I'm on the website right now. Um, I'll go for it. So uh, I'm obviously from GU10. GU10. Oh, but Paul, the result for you is you should be voting, wait for it, Labour or Lib Dem to be confirmed. Yeah. Because you are in Surrey Heath. Which I think is Michael Gove's borough, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I think we're we're either that Gove or Hunt. I'm on like the, the border place. Yeah. Fucking arsehole. That is town. literally that is like, literally being an yeah, yeah two arse cheeks. Oh, that is an arse. That is being an arsehole. That's awful. Dickhead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's been, um, I mean, like uh, Labour have kind of tried to make some deals with the Green Party in Brighton. Um, I think yeah, also the Isle of Wight and uh, in Kingston. Uh, I think the Green Party have stood aside in mm-hmm. Kingston and let um, Connie Huck's sister um, 
Mrs. Huck. I don't know what her name is. That's uh, <laughs> uh, one on their behalf. <laughs> Barbara Huck. Maybe. Bonnie. Bonnie Huck. Um, <laughs> it's probably not. Barbara Huck. Daphne, Daphne Huck. <laughs> Daphne Huck. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, other tactical things that people are thinking about. They're, they're thinking about the tactical chunder at the end of the night. They're thinking about the tactical wank before oh, the night. Love it. Um, exactly. Corbin apparently has been advised he should take a tactical walk on a railway line or um, a tactical shower in an iron yeah, forge kinda. because he's a dick. But um, it's all gone tactical, mate. It's all gone tactical. <laughs> what, are you, ha- you going to vote tactical? What do you reckon, man? What do you reckon? Yeah, well, to be honest, like, I mean, uh, the two options you've presented me there are, are where I'm going to go anyway, right? Mm. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, if not, I would definitely would in, in other areas. I'd 100% vote tactically, yeah, without without a dis out. I'll research closer to and whoever's got the, the greater chance out of a Labour and Lib Dem. That's where I'll go. That's where I'll go. Oh, that's where I lay <laughs> down my vote in the box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I strongly advise. Yeah, probably do yeah. it in the style of High School Musical yeah. as well. So. Uh... I wonder if it'll have an impact, though. I wonder if all of this do die. Really you know, like so. people. You know, I hope it does. Yeah. I hope it does. Obviously. I really but... hope it does. Because um, we're fucked otherwise, right? Absolutely fucked. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like we've, you know had our fingers bitten by hope quite a few times haven't we in the last kind of 18 months or so so yeah i'm not holding my breath but you never know the polls are looking good 10 10 point swing yeah Yeah, that's true that's true that's true you're right Uh, you never know play the game well the tories have lost i think more accurately like lost a lot yeah it is yeah the tories have lost Um, yeah um, probably because they're all cunts yeah or probably because people are seeing that (laughs) they are full of shit but um but yeah, maybe there is some hope. But there is seemingly some hope, Paul, across the pond, across the channel. Oh, if you there like, are, there in are France. indeed. Um, so have you been keeping an eye on what's going over there? What do you think about M- Le Pen and Macron? Ah, uh, Macron. I think he's he's pretty he's pretty alright having a look yeah. at him. It was fair play to the guy. Boy, you know, had zero political experience. Wasn't even a party like eighteen months ago, no. and he's like thirty eight or something as well, which is quite. Yeah, depressing because he's about to run a country. It's pretty young. And, uh, <laughs> not, it's pretty young. Not not miles away from being thirty eight. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be running any yeah. countries yet. <laughs> yeah. You never know. You never know. We'll see how the tactical voting goes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. So it's looking pretty good. The thing that annoys me though is there's loads of people who uh, voted the other, were supporting the other guys and now. Uh, going to abstain from voting. So although it looked like there was going to be an initial kind of absolute. Dog fucking of Le Pen, it's now looking like not going to be. I think he's still massively favourite, but not by the margins you would kind of hope because lots of people are uh, abstaining. No way. Uh, a lot of abstentees, yeah, or as they're known in uh, French as dicks. Um, yeah, it's so people like, oh, I'd rather, I'd rather just not vote. Yeah, but you could vote and just vote for him, guys. Yeah, I think give us looks, give us one guy in this do part it. of Europe who's Come not on. a complete goon. Um, yeah, and like his his talk on Europe's like pretty decent, right? He was like, um, you know, he fully accepts that fifty percent of France really don't like the European Union and what they're doing, and he would push massively for change. He would see not doing that as as kind of a betrayal to French voters. So he's he's man, he's good, man. He's slick. Yeah. I got a lot of time for this guy. Yeah, yeah slick, clever. Yeah, well, Top let's man. let's up bon chance to Mister uh, Macron. Fingers crossed. 
fingers crossed the, the Le Pen does not get in because she is um, vile. She's got tiny teeth. She's got baby teeth. She's a grown she woman. She does have she's little teeth, baby teeth. She? How can you trust yeah, someone like that? It's probably where she's gnawing down on bones and stuff like that. They've just eroded away. Yeah. Or morals yeah. and principles. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Take that. Yes. Satire. Uh, yes. On this day in history, Paul. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week, or history. last time, <laughs> mm. was the 16th of April. And the theme was the accidental discovery of properties commonly attributed to well-known drugs. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. The options were, in 1943, mm. Swiss chemist Albert Hoffman accidentally Hoffman. discovered the hallucinogenic properties of LSD. Mm. Um, option number two was, in 1974, Hungarian chemist Sergei Popakov accidentally discovered the rushing properties of ecstasy Ooh. or option number three was in 1981 american tem- chemist todd barker <laughs> accidentally todd discovered barker. the boner giving properties of viagra <laughs> um, and i think you went for um lsd didn't you hoffman i did yeah i went for um, yeah for lsd and the answer was albert hoffman he did in fact uh yeah. discover the, the properties of lsd and i've got Go um he he he, he, he accidentally and it was on the 16th of april in 1943 they accidentally sort of ingested mm-hmm. some uh while he was in a lab and i've got a little oh, dear. Um, a lot i've got a little extract from his account of that which is quite quite interesting he oh says, awesome mate go for he it he was affected by a remarkable re- restlessness combined with uh, sorry i'm doing the wrong accent it was scottish <laughs> at all uh, <laughs> <laughs> Affected I'll go with LSD. <laughs> do it, do it, Scottish. Do it, Why Scottish. Not? Restlessness, combined with a slight dizziness. <laughs> at home as I laid down and sank into a non, not unpleasant, intoxicated-like condition, characterised by an extremely simulated imagination, uh, sorry, stimulated imagination. Uh, in a dreamlike state with eyes closed, I found the daylight to be unpleasantly glaring. I perceived... <laughs> An uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures. Extraordinary <laughs> shapes with intense kaleidoscopic play of colours. After two hours of this condition <laughs> faded away. Um, and then three days later, um, on the 19th of April, um, <laughs> he intentionally uh, ingested like 250 micrograms of it because clearly he quite enjoyed Whoa, it. Whoa, definitely. Um, and... Uh, the day he actually started, he only started to feel the effects of the drug as he rode home from the lab on his bike. Um, oh and apparently God. amongst the LSD community, 19th, the 19th of April is known as Bicycle Day um, because it's the first intentional acid trip. Uh, and that's, um, yeah, so that's acid, a, a brief history of acid for you there, Paul. Um, nice. Good to know. Good and, to know. Yeah. But this week yeah, is a the trip well worth taking. The theme <laughs> is the introduction of toys that would probably appeal to Bashar al-Assad. Now, I've made some judgments on that. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see where we get to uh, so option number one is in 1942 the board game Risk first went yep. into production um, oh, I reckon Bash I might quite like that um, in 1952 so. option, no, option number two sorry in 1952 uh, the Mr Potato Head toy first went into production um, so, uh, again I reckon he would have loved that or option number three in 1969 yeah. the Rally Chopper Bicycle first went into production Ooh. <laughs> again i bet you would have loved that too so that's um 1942 risk 1952 mr potato head or 1969 the rally chopper mm. first going into production all of them 
What do you reckon, Paul? Well, what one do I reckon? Um, I, first of all, I think I think old Bash Basher mm. would love them all, wouldn't he? Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, the world domination angles of Risk would certainly yeah. certainly appeal to him. Chopper, because you know, cutting stuff off. And just like yeah. no, the Chopper bicycle man. It's that um, seventies one with the little gear stick. You know, he's two. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Nice. No, I, I think I think he'd initially I think he'd initially be drawn to the name Chopper. Mm. I think it's it's got the right level of machismo mm. for him. Um, but what one? What one came out on this on the, day? On the first of May. Uh, in, in first year. of May. Um, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to work out. It is really, isn't it? I think the dates all <laughs> seem about right for them as well. I think Risk 1940s. Oh, do you know what? I'm generally, and I don't often do this. I've usually got a bit of a gut feeling, but I think I'm just going to have to have a a bit of a stab. Uh, and given that that is somewhat of a risk. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go for uh, the chopper oh, bicycle. Chopper bicycle. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm going for. Chopper bicycle answers next week. New section uh, for up this week. Um, new. Well, as you know, as you know, uh, every week we get literally hundreds Millions. of letters delivered through, delivered through to the uh, the Gristle HQ from our loving fans. Uh, now, typically, I just uh, I just burn these in an act of <laughs> scornful disdain for the public at large. But this week, I was, I was bored, so I thought I'd have a bit of a read. And to be fair, we've had some cracking questions come through, so I thought um, I thought I'd do a couple of these on the show and. Uh, kind of get our thoughts up so a few uh, a few letters for you sure. um this first one here this is from uh from tal beaverton um tal writes you guys know loads about politics and stuff who should i vote for in the general election the beardy one or the mental dinner lady no <laughs> so yeah question there from tal who, who do we go for in the general election we kind of covered that didn't we yeah in um yeah. in the news section sure, but sure. uh just to confirm it, quick toss up between the two for yourself. Um, the well, just, mental dinner yeah, lady, as he puts any, it, or the beardy me, one. I, I think, yeah, you know, even can bring in bring in everyone's favourite possible IT manager, Tim Farron, into the mix. I oh, mean, throw Matt, throw Farron in there. You know what I mean? Stick a, a security pass with a kind of neck band around his neck, and you've got yourself mm-hmm. a solid middle manager. So, yeah, bring him into the fold is what I'd say. Go Farron, yeah? yeah. I, I'll go that as well. I, yeah. I think Corbyn's just been a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look at his. A better beard. joke I than mean, May, but if I've got a pick between yeah. them two, I'm going Corbyn. But throw Farron in the mix. I'll go a bit of Farron. He seems all right. He seems bit all of right. Um Yeah. Well, there you go, Tal. Uh, don't vote Tory, I think is what we're saying there. Yeah, if so, you can avoid nice. it. Nice. Nice. Uh, next one here. This is um, this is from Ken Teapot. Um, <laughs> Ken Teapot. Doesn't say where he's from here. Good old Ken Teapot, long-time listener, big <laughs> shout-out there. Um, Ken writes, uh, punchy questioner, Fox, Davis and Johnson, friend, punch and murder. Ooh. So I think what he's asking there is out of Fox, uh, Davis and Johnson, the uh, the Brexit trifecta, mm, as it were, yeah. who would you be friends with, Ooh. who would you punch, and who would you murder? Well, well um... I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably murder Fox because I just see, yep. see no use in him. He's quite. I don't think he's. It'd be quite as enjoyable to mm. punch. So, um, 
I'd get rid of him um, first off. Well, now actually, I've got to friend someone, haven't I? So yeah. Um, oh, probably murder Boris actually, because he has what he can, hasn't he? So yes. murder Boris, friend Davis. Yep, good shout. And then yeah, yeah give Pop, Fox a bit of a punching, uh, and maybe fart on him as well. Right, if I That's not that bad actually. That's not bad. Yeah. Me, I think I um, I think I'd also murder Boris Johnson. I reckon, yeah, just I think he deserves it. Mm. Um, but I'm going to go a little bit different. I think I would punch David Davis because he's got quite a punchable little fizzog mm. going on there. Yeah. And I think I'd I think I'd befriend Liam Fox because I think he'd be a pushover and I could bully him. True. True. And uh, and I'd get great pleasure out of that. I'd consider so, yeah. murdering Boris by punching. Ah, um, oh, just punching him to death. Just take a couple of ecstasy pills. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Pump some steroids <laughs> and beat the shit out of him. Um, oh, good shout, good shout. Well, there you go, there you go, Ken Teapot. Uh, that's who we would friend punch a murder out of the uh, the Brexit three amigos. Uh, got a letter here. This is coming from um, from uh, Beverly Treacle. This is coming oh, from good old Beverly Treacle. So uh, this letter caught my eye. Now, Beverly writes, uh, if you had some sort of gristle time machine and you could go back in time, would you use it to kill the baby Hitler or kill the baby Trump? Ooh. Quite a quite a powerful question. Yeah. I like the fact that Beverly's got a time machine. Her sure. first thing is, sure. let's go back and Bev. kill babies. <laughs> yeah, that's... Sort yourself out, Bev, love. But, but where would you go there? Back to the future would be way different had they taken that yeah. long. Um, that's... <laughs> Yeah, baby killing. It's a baby, Marty. We've got to kill your baby. But you said we wouldn't commit <laughs> any more acts of infanticide. <laughs> well, Marty, stop using that word. Um, yeah, yeah, baby Hitler or baby Trump. I mean, ba- I guess I'll go baby Hitler. Baby Hitler's pr- mm. is pr- he's proven. Mm. He's proven. He's got a proven track record. Yeah, I think if murders. you kill um, if you kill the baby Hitler, then I think you know you'd you would save you know a certain amount of lives whereas if you killed the baby trump it's just a potential evil but i mean that said as well i'm just thinking though because hitler's evil is is done and we did you know move on for for kind of 70 years it's only very recently we fucked it up and he he did only only (laughs) he did only kill a few a few million people several million people Whereas Trump might potentially kill billions of people. Destroy the planet. So, ooh, oh, um, I sort of feel that hopefully the Trump yeah. situation is more... That fizzles out and we all learn yeah. a lesson without bloodshed. Let's hope you know, so. It goes to prison oh. and something like that. Yeah, if we yeah. if you killed the baby Trump, you would also be murdering justice, wouldn't you? Sure, so, sure. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Beverly Treacle. We would murder the baby Hitler. Yeah, I'm going Hitler all the way. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, last one I'll do here from the old uh, from the old gristle mail sack. This is coming from longtime listener Ted Kennerton. Oh, uh, how's it going, Ted? How's it going? Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Now, Ted writes: since the referendum, Britain is a fractured isle with a growing threat of social and economic turmoil and an increasingly strained NHS. Who wins a fist fight between Michael Gove and Nigel Farage? So, there's your question here. Who would win a fist fight, or up in your your eyes, between uh, Michael Gove, the yep. Govenator, yep. and uh, Nigel, the Hurricane Faz. Farage? Um, Gove. Gove and Farage. Um, tough. Mm. Very tough. I that? sort of feel... It is a tricky one, isn't it? Like, 
Mm. I hate to say this. I think Farage might beat him. I think he might. I think he yeah. might beat him down. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah, I think it. I think it's I reckon, and, and I reckon that Farage has never really been in a situation where he's clearly going to win a fight. So I reckon he'd like really mm. beat Gove down, and then like get one of those yeah. old school pint glasses with the dimples. You know, like the old. <laughs> And just like yes. smash it round his head and stuff, and Gove would be like coward and crying and. Major <laughs> no! It's like the opposite of Big Bobby. Help me! I'm the opposite of Big B. So I feel I feel Farage would beat him down, but like not yeah. not in a way that would make Farage hard, but just enough, yeah, just because like, Gove is such a he's Gove. A little yeah, just he's such a little wimpy yeah. little haunted puppet yeah it's hard to imagine michael go beating anyone in a fight isn't it even a, a small child even yeah and you if, say if gove, had, you a, if gove had a time machine he couldn't kill yeah. the baby hitler or the baby trump that's, exactly. that's how weak he is and you talk about puppets i reckon fucking nigel farage as, as a fight with zippy <laughs> zippy fucking's gonna beat the shit out of him every day oh i, I reckon george the not... gay one beat the shit out of him and all oh oh nigel you racist <laughs> there you have it Oh, I I I reckon you you hit the nail on the head there, my son. <laughs> yeah, I I've I've so, got to agree with you, mate. To be honest, got yeah, to agree with you. Indeed. Yeah. So uh, that was from from Ted Ted Kennerton there. Nigel Farage wins that fight, but not because he's tough, because Michael Gove is that bigger pussy. Indeed he is. Indeed he is. Right. Well, there's some some questions. Uh, Gristlers do keep them coming in. Uh, we'll put the address up at the end of the show. Um, and yeah, look forward to it. Indeed, keep coming in. What happened next, Paul? Oh, yeah. Three more questions oh, for yeah. you uh, this week. And this week's theme, in honour of Anthony Joshua's mm-hmm. fantastic heavyweight boxing victory on Saturday night. Go on, Joshua. Go on, Joshua. Uh, the theme of this week, what happened next, is boxing interviews. So, um, oh, nice, man. Enjoy these. Um, I reckon I will. Yeah, so the first, you, might, you might remember some of these. You won't remember all of them, but you might remember one of these in particular. Yeah, I have a terrible the, the, memory. The first so. one in particular. So let's let's see. So the first clip is uh, from a post-fight interview with Prince Nassim Hamid. Walk like I'll a champion. Go on, talk like a champion. Put up your hands. Prince is in the house. Prince in the house. Um, so the- knuckle up, uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. We're the only two people who remember that <laughs> <Yeah>. song. <laughs> it's a winner. Um, oh. he, this, so this is a clip from an interview that he has immediately after winning a fight. Um, let's take a listen, shall we? Uh, what can I say? It's my eighth defense tonight. I ain't getting beat, basically. Yeah. And Kevin Kelly's here tonight. <laughs> I and he's, seen, he's seen the skill of the prince and the strength and the ability and the accuracy and the speed. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know I'm the best in the world. Oh, Have you got gosh. a message for Kevin Kelly? So it ends with, oh, gosh, I'm the best in the world. <laughs> and then the, oh, the gosh. presenter asks him, the ability, the accuracy. accuracy. <laughs> It's just amazing, <laughs> but um, you know the, the the sort of presenter ends with a question: Have you got mm. a message for Kelly Ke- Kevin Kelly? Do you remember what happens next in this? 
Do you know what? I don't remember exactly. I know I've seen this. And I'll no doubt kick myself. But I'm sure it's some rude boy Nasnas. <laughs> okay, well, I can't give you a point. It's a bit too general to get a point. But it's quite broad. Um, it's well, quite broad. I'll give you let's that. Let's take a listen yeah. to it. So the presenter's asked him, has he got a message for Kevin Kelly, who's presumably the next man he's probably going to look to fight? Yeah. So let's, is indeed. let's see what happened next, Beat shall we? Have you got a message for Kevin Kelly? He's sitting about seven rows back. He doesn't want to steal your thunder by coming up back, here and sharing seven. the interview. You've got a message for him. He's listening. Oh, no, he does want to come up here. Here he is. Here is Kevin Kelly. Have a sit down, Kevin. Here you are. Let's have a chat. Let's have a chat. Now then, what, what, what have you got to say to him now? Can I just say, he's right in front of me, and I can honestly tell him that I'm going to knock him spark out. <laughs> I'm going to knock your spark out. <laughs> so, uh, ultimately, you, he's right up you were sort of right, but... The answer was Kevin Kelly actually turned up and uh, Naz said that he was going to knock him spark out. Spark out. Spark I love spark out. out. Bring it back. <laughs> bring, yeah, Hashtag exactly. Bring that back. No one's getting sparked out. Yeah. Um, the next... Spark you out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the next clip is from a post-fight interview with an American boxer, Arturo mm-hmm. Trujillo. Um, okay, yeah. And this is... I've no yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> so he's... Again, this is just after he's won a fight. Um, mm-hmm. And again, we'll see if you, uh, you, you may not have heard of this one before, but um, let's take a listen. Let's go to Chris with the winner. Arturo, you're kind of smiling a little bit while you're watching that replay. What are you seeing from how you did tonight? <laughs> it's a short clip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing ability. I'm seeing accuracy. <laughs> Basically, think almost the... Naz, get out of the ring. <laughs> I would say think the opposite of that. Oh, does he just slate his performance? Not quite. Ah, uh, is he is he just quite brutal? Like I see me knocking this motherfucker out. No, 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 no. Ah, uh, no, I, I, I yield. yield. I yield. Right, well, you, you'll no see idea. what I mean when I say opposites. So he's in in the uh, in the way that Naz has you know or had utter probably still does has you know just like verbal diarrhea whenever uh, yeah. after an interview. Let's see what this guy's reaction is. This is Arturo oh, is Trujillo. Good. While you're watching that replay, what are you seeing from how you did tonight? No, I, I did good. <laughs> what, how, was it easier than you thought it was going to be? Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah. <laughs> you're sitting back there. You're getting ready to make your pro debut in front of your home fans. How nerve-wracking is it not knowing exactly when you're going to fight and when you're going to come out? Uh, I just, I just come out here to do my thing. <laughs> how busy would you like to stay to be? Huh? How busy would you like to be this year? Busy. <laughs> Thanks, Arturo. <laughs> Thanks. <Get it. laughs> that guy just gives up. <laughs> Thanks, Arturo. How busy would you like to be? I don't know what busy. busy. <laughs> so the answer is um, he proceeds to give like the least boxer-like post-match yeah. interview I've ever heard. Just like one word. Yeah, I, I, I guess it was all right. <laughs> Type answer. Yeah. Utterly mad. Um, oh, the last clip, Paul, classic. is um, well, from an interview with the trainer of a boxer who's fighting Manny Pacquiao. Um, oh, okay, and the yeah. box And the interview okay. is taking place ringside during the fight. Uh, so it's an oh. interview with the trainer of the guy fighting Pacquiao. And as I say, it's during the fight. Mm. It's literally ringside. So let's take a little listen, shall we? The game plan and what's happening now. Max? Tim, we're talking a lot about the game plan in the corner. We heard you after two rounds tell him two more of those. And then you, yeah. what was the game plan coming in? Keep the distance. Keep yeah. the distance. Jab on and let him get tired. He's getting tired. He's reaching. Was there an idea that after four rounds something changes? Yeah. What was going to change? <laughs> yeah. 
I'll tell you after. <laughs> He's going to put him to sleep here in a few minutes. He's going to put him to sleep. I'm going to let him go. In, I'm, I'm going to let him go in, in one more round. I'm still, I got him in the cage right now. <laughs> I'm let him out the cage. The plan is to have Aljuri knock Pacquiao out. Yes, but I still got him in the cage. He listens to me very well. I'm going to let him loose in another round. So. Round 10. <laughs> wow. Well, so what happens next? There you go. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he don't knock out Pacquiao because <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, so I'm guessing Pacquiao knocks him out. I'll give you a point for that. Like, yeah, I'll let's go on a full point. No a caveats. <laughs> let's take a listen, shall we? I'm still. I got him in a cage right now. <laughs> I'm not okay. cage. The plan is to have Aljuri knock Pacquiao out. Yes, but I still got him in a cage. He listens to me very well. I'm gonna let him loose in another round. So. Round ten. Round round ten or eleven. I'm gonna let him go. <laughs> well, that's gonna make it difficult for the plan to <laughs> materialize because there's a question now as to whether Aljuri will be able Nine. to survive that shot, which was a monster left hand. A sensational So yeah, the answer is you're right. Manny Bagger just knocks him the fuck out. Knocks him out. <laughs> and did you see the punch? Get, get a stronger cage, yeah, mate. Exactly that. <laughs> the cage was no match for cage the cage. Uh, the out. cage. It does not see. <laughs> it was just a useless cage. So good effort, mate. Oh. In the end. One out of three. Oh. Um Go on. So that's this week's What Happened Next. Nice. <laughs> Subhead of the Slam, y'all. Andy Joshua. Anthony, Anthony Joshua. Nicholas Cope. Um, four more headlines each. Oh, yeah. That we, you know toss out in a slam I've never really worked out what to say at that yeah. point in this it's taken we've done this what 40 times or something <laughs> <laughs> and I've got, I'm always stumped when it comes to that sentence <laughs> fucking annoying I don't know what it is I don't know what the verb is as to what we do we, we say these to each other we give these I don't know I'll, I'll do we slam them to each other slam them is to that? each other it, I feel There's like what slam, happens afterwards is slamming yeah you know, like so coming up with the line is the slam what what Immediately, Grizzlers out there, if you've got goes the right in front room, of you, yeah, let me know. Email me, uh, thegristledigest at gmail.com or just tweet us at crystaldigest because I'd love to know yeah. what to say. But, um, anyway, four more headlines each. Um, sweet. First one for you, Paul, is as ever from uh, the Daily Express. Wonderful. And, um, it's a typically Express subject matter of headline. Yeah. Um, and it says Nigella Lawson weight loss, how the celebrity chef got her svelte figure without dieting. Wow. <laughs> they love a bit of Nigella Lawson, don't they? In the old, uh, you know, or right George Osborne, but isn't he the director? Oh, no, he's a standard, isn't it? Uh, mm. Same thing, isn't it? Same, basically the same thing, mate. Basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. So what is it, Nigella? Sorry, Lawson? Nigella Lawson weight loss. Yeah. How the celebrity chef got her svelte figure without dieting? Um, Ooh. probably through a, a healthy diet of self-loathing and bulimia. Uh, would be more than enough. To yeah. get the sexy chef back in top wank fodder condition. What have you got for me, Paul? Right, first one from you, sir. This is from uh, the BBC. Oh, yeah. The BBC. Uh, um, this uh, headline from the BBC is They said hip hop had no market. Oh, yeah. Um... The BBC would know. 
I think I was following these. This is uh, number three in our look at the stupidest things Neghead conservatives have said over the years. <laughs> um, it's part of a series they're doing, isn't it? It's um, a long series. It's a very long series. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, we can we can do an episode about that. Um, nice. Next one for you, Paul, is from my favourite mm. um, publication, particularly when it's uh, to do with matters around North Korea. And it's North Korea News, NK News. Um, oh, nice, NK News. Hashtag English NK language. News. Uh, I've got a feeling it's a bit SK in its sort of affiliation. Like is it's, it? It's, it seems like it's written by South Korea. It's like North Korea News anyway. headlines. We still yeah. suck. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit Our like neighbours still rock. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> There is a bit of that going on. Uh, <laughs> but do check it out. It's a great read. Um, so, yeah, the headline is Paul. And this yeah. is uh, the first bit in inverted commas. It says, trust the scrap metal to me. Mm? And then mm. it says, a thriller, North Korean style. Wow. So that's, <laughs> so that's trust the scrap metal to me, in inverted commas. And then hyphen, a thriller, North Korea style. North Korean style. It's like a fucking cryptic cross- crossword. <laughs> North Korean style. North Korean I think it's me. Is that scrap metal? Trust scrap, Trust metal, scrap metal to, to me. me. What are they? A thriller. North Doing, Korean um, style. North Korean thriller. Uh, Kim Jong Un's erotic steptoe and son fan fiction comes oh, to a shock oh, oh, oh. to many North Koreans. Oh yes. Get, can't wait till that's on Netflix. It's probably a Netflix oh, yeah. original. Pretty hot. Um, like Kim Jong Un, you dirty old man. Dirty old Kim Jong. Stop eating. Kim Jong. Yeah. Stop <laughs> eating pure. Away. Stop eating pure butter because that's what it looks like you're eating. <laughs> he does. He does <laughs> he have just, the yeah. the healthy gloss of a man on a pure butter diet, yeah. doesn't he? In fairness Only to him. Butter. Only Great shine butter. to him though. Great shine. Yeah, just Wonderful pure dairy. Aura. If not pure butter, pure dairy. Pure, pure dairy. dairy. Yeah, there's probably a bit of cheese in there as well, wouldn't he? Exactly. He's got, them, got that glow of the cheeks, hasn't he? Big time. Big time. Um, next one for you, sir. This comes from uh, from across the pond from uh, NBC, yeah, NBC, um, and it goes a little something like this: Le Pen's dad shocked by funeral tribute for gay policeman. Oh, um, the tribute involving over forty. Uh, sorry, involving 40 overweight naked men in policeman hats bumming each other in a huge <laughs> great ring around the grave, frankly, was shocking to most people. <laughs> this was beyond the pale. This yeah. was beyond it was the not pale. Just, it was uh, not just Le Pen, it was also Macron. He was not happy <laughs> with that much. No, 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 no. Next one for you, Paul. Oh, yeah. What it's we got? From Wales's favourite, South Wales's favourite, or just mm. Wales's favourite. The Daily Post. Oh, lovely. <laughs> the Daily Post. Hello. And it says, uh, Judge spares lonely Anglesey man jail after he was caught with hundreds of indecent images of children. Fucking <laughs> hell. What a judge, what a judge is doing, man. But, anyway, oh, but, yeah, so but that's, he's uh, just lonely. He's he just, just wants lonely. a friend. Yeah. He wants fucking locking up, mate. Stop judging the paedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> You're a judge. <laughs> You're allowed. I'd rather not. I I don't want to judge him. He's only lonely. He's lonely. He's lonely. He just wants a friend. He just wants a little friend. He's a bit lonely. Ah, you're a bit lonely, aren't you? Um, what do you reckon? <laughs> wow. Um, uh, Sarah Vine is said to be relieved that Michael has been spared jail. <laughs> As a man that pretty, you just wouldn't last. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that's um, uh, Michael Graves. Definitely a pedo. 
definitely. He is. He is. He um, is. No arguing there from me. No. What else you got, Paul? So this is from a little-known publication. It's the uh, Helena, Arkansas Daily World. <laughs> Lovely. www.the-helena-arkansas-daily-world. <laughs> 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 Mate, every day I'm Helena hyphen Arkansas hyphen daily hyphen. <laughs> fucking know that, yeah. know that. Anyway, what's going on over at the Helena Arkansas Daily World? Yeah. Um, good role models are hard to find. Oh yeah, who's looking? Um, <laughs> we speak to high school kids that skip school to clean toilets in brothels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just get, I can't think about no good role models <laughs> wherever I look. I just see hey, and, prostitutes yeah. and people taking a shit. I didn't um, choose the toilet life. The toilet life chose me. <laughs> like the fact that in Arkansas they've got places called Helena. Like they've yeah. got a place called like Janice or like sort of <laughs> Philip. You know, like Deborah. Names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where do you live, Deborah? <laughs> Welcome to Deborah. Just, just names. Well, you're mighty deep into Deborah right now, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There's a sewage treatment plant in Deborah. Um, <laughs> that man's pumping in Deborah. <laughs> Uh, we've, we've done these before with my anus, if I remember. I think um, we did. Yeah. It's comedy gold then. It it's comedy great. gold now. It's great. Uh, is it uh, one for me? No, it's one for you. It is, yeah, it's one for me, I believe, yeah. The last one, I think. And it's The Guardian. Oh, of course. Classic bookend to the yeah, section. Exactly that. And the headline reads What I'm thinking, the expat wife. So, <laughs> 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 what am I wife. thinking? Yeah, what am I thinking oh. as I'm locked away in my Dubai high-rise apartment watching the servant <laughs> bustle around the house? <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> I don't deserve this. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> um, what are expats thinking? Um, what am I really thinking? thinking? Colon, um, expat, the expat. If we don't strike a good deal with the EU, might get deported back to Blighty. The cold climate is going to wreak havoc with my rotten leathery carcass. <laughs> I think that's what all expats are probably I thinking. Totally, totally distorted. Oh man. my god, yeah. man! I like totally was like. Hey, listen! Don't let you don't like banter. Hey, like, One day, hey, the, hey, world of leather. Yeah, yeah, you, day, yeah, you in Spain? Get me. I, I, I reckon that somewhere in England, at some point, either now in the last five years, or it will happen soon, there will be a guy who stood up in court and been, gone to the judge in response to an accusation that he's done something stupid. And be like, hey, what? What don't you like banter? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like suddenly you don't like banter. Well, I like banter, innit? it? They'll be like, you got five years, mate. Um, you know. <laughs> But I don't know what crime it was. But anyway, um, murder, murder <laughs> in the first degree. Um, well, yeah, I murdered him, but it was just like banter. It's yeah? banter, isn't it? It's banter. What is just a dog farm? I said, catch you, dickhead. Catch. <laughs> if you can't catch a hand grenade, what dickhead? Um, <laughs> look on his face, though. Look on his face, isn't it? He's dead. Uh, what, what, what's the that Bible what? loved it. Yeah. Um, what's the right. last one, pal? The last one from you, pal. And uh, I've gone. I've gone north of the border. Gone Aye. way. Way north of the border, all the way to a different country. Um, the country's called Scotland, and the newspaper is the Daily Record. I think, it's um, I think the way you say it is record. Record. That's the Daily Record. Daily Record. That's the Daily Record, though. Glasgow cop 
gave female sus uh, gave Glasgow cop gave female suspect legal high, which Ooh. made her feel like a zombie before mm. sleazy threesome. Oh, um, the guy's doing policing yeah, right in Glasgow, eh? Um, oh, hey. Court hears of lewd acts involving two <laughs> bottles of crisp and dry cooking oil and six litres of taser. <laughs> Which is actually what happened. That is actually, that's just the it's story. Poured it all over the place and fucked on it. Um, and then just chilled out afterwards and probably just had a glass of taser each other as well. Just a bit, bit of a... feeling like a zombie lad. Nah, nah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm not eating here. I've had my buck fast and taser. I'm fine. <laughs> and my buck. My bu- I don't know what you were saying. Buck fast. Yeah. Hey, anyway, well, buck that brings, fast. That brings this absolutely rip roaring <laughs> slam to a close. Oh, um, it ripped and it roared, my it friend. Rough, no, no diz out or biz out. No way. Um, and I think the score is. Uh, yeah. 12 to 9 in your favour um, so well done there um, obviously late month, late last minute line call really the yeah. IRS brought into play it went in your favour LBW what can I say but um, rules is the rules rules is the rules well live played. by them well and die by them um, and that also brings up this week's show to a close ah bollocks um, thanks everyone for listening do Thank tune so in much. again soon we'll be back hopefully next week yeah um, again, uh, it pursuant to what we said last episode, if you have any favourite bits that you'd like us to meld together in our in our upcoming sort of highlights episode, please do email us the digest at uh, gmail dot com or Twitter uh, Twitter us tweet us at Twitter us just, gr- just Twitter give us, us a Twitter digest. just give us a Twitter <laughs> at Crystal Digest uh, follow us on SoundCloud uh, easy do it click and all of those Podbean mm. iTunes all the rest share of us with your friends share us with your friends share us do with share. your friends we um, yeah we were in that sort of podcast awardy thing didn't we but um, yeah I kind of yeah circulated that link quite late so yeah do share that when you see me at a live show handling this I might make it look easy that don't mean that it is an old school survivor who can rhyme and produce and a super technician with designer my loops and this time I had to be